Good morning, good evening, and good afternoon. Welcome back to Hope in Christ with Denise here on Kingdom Influencers Broadcast. I am your host, Denise, the founder of Hope in Christ Ministries, and we are going to open up with a word of prayer, and then we'll begin today's show. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you, O God, yet again for this time, this time to hear your word, this time to sit in your word, Lord, this time to get a word from you that we can go on and press toward the mark in you, Lord God. Father, we thank you, O God, for what you have done, what you're yet to do, and what you um, shall do in the future, God. We thank you for those that are in need. We pray for them. We pray for the sick. Um, We pray that you will heal their bodies from the crown of their heads to the soles of their feet, God. You are the God that healeth. So we thank you for it now, God, and we pray, Lord God, that you will heal our hearts in this message. In Jesus' name, amen. Welcome back to Hope in Christ with Denise. Today's devotional is titled, God Minute for Good. And many of us are very familiar with the passage in Genesis where um, we hear the story of Joseph. But today I want to talk about God meaning it for good. God meaning it for good. And then we're going to come from Genesis 50, chapter 50, verse 15. um, And it reads, Joseph reassures his brothers. That's the title. When Joseph's brothers saw that their father was dead, they said, Perhaps Joseph will hate us and may actually repay us for all the evil which we did to him. Verse 16. So they sent messengers to Joseph, saying, Before your father died, he commanded, saying, Thus you shall say to Joseph, I beg you, please forgive the trespass of your brothers and their sin, for they did evil to you. Now please forgive the trespass of the servants of the God of your father. And Joseph wept when he spoke to them. Verse 18, Then his brothers also went and fell down before his face, and they said, Behold, we are your servants. Verse 19, Joseph said to them, Do not be afraid, for I am in, for am I in the place of God. Verse 20, But as for you, you meant evil against me. Let me read that again. But as for you, you meant evil against me. But God meant it for good. In order to bring it about as it is this day to save many people alive. Now, therefore, do not be afraid. I will provide for you and your little ones. And he comforted them and spoke kindly to them. Again, this devotional today is titled God Minute for Good. So a little background on Joseph. And many of us are very familiar with Joseph's story. Joseph was pretty much considered the chosen one of his father. He was his father's favorite. His father had created a cloak or or, or jacket for 
um, Joseph, it was in many colors and um, <clears throat> representing who he would become. And his brothers, his other brothers, became very jealous of Joseph. And um, because of the treatment that he received from his father, the good treatment, and they kind of felt a little different and not treated the same. And so they became very jealous. And then at some point, um, as Joseph got older, he began to have these dreams about how he would be a leader and how he would um, be called to do certain things. And he would be even over his brothers and his, even his parents at the time. And so his brothers became more and more angry. They called him this dreamer. And also he would go and check on them and tell, come back and report to his dad and tell his dad what was going on with his brothers. And so one day um, his dad sent him to check on them. And Joseph was going to see where they were and they saw him from a distance. And they said, here comes that dreamer. And they plotted to kill him. Basically, he plotted to kill him, but one of his brothers did speak up, and his brother said, you know, he spoke up for them not to kill him, but to put him in this ditch and then take his coat off and, um, you know, pretend and that um, an animal had gotten a hold of him. And the brother's plan was to come back and um, get Joseph out of this ditch. And it also emphasized that it was not, it didn't have water in it. So before the brother could get back to retrieve Joseph, the other brothers had um, sold him, sold him into slavery, into Egypt. And so um, that's where the backdrop is on Joseph. So Joseph gets sold into slavery. He goes in and um, God grants him great favor, great favor, great favor in Egypt. Um, he is second to, in charge to the king of Egypt. And so God begins to move mightily in Joseph's life. Um, he was put in prison because he wanted to obey God and he would not touch um, the king's wife. And she was trying to come on to him, but he got away. But she held on to his clothing so she had evidence that she used to lie and say that he um basically assaulted her came on to her and so joseph went through many many different trials um up until the point where god blessed him and began to use him mightily in egypt because there was a great famine and the people of the land um, would have died had God not given Joseph the wisdom that, um, and he was appointed the leader because he had that wisdom to be able to maneuver and um, get the people prepared for the famine that was coming. And so that's where Joseph ended up. And then... Um, his family, the famine spread, and so his um, brothers came over to, to purchase from Egypt, not knowing who Joseph was. He hid himself from them. And I, um, as I was reading that scripture again, I noticed that, you know, Joseph began to weep. 
which told me that his heart was tender. God had dealt with Joseph. He didn't have any revenge in his heart towards his brothers. Um, when he saw them, he could have easily, because of the powerful man that he was, he could have easily used pride and, and operated in pride. He could have easily, um, you know, just had him killed. He could have easily done that had his heart not been right toward them. But he began to speak to them and um, asked them to, to bring his other brother. He didn't, they didn't know that it was Joseph, but he was telling them to bring the other brother so that he could see that they weren't spies and in the land and um, things like that. But he was really wanting to know that Benjamin was still alive. And also he wanted to know about his father, but he had to keep his, his self revealed. And there was an interpreter speaking through um, for Joseph to his brothers. So they didn't have a clue until he revealed himself to them. And so he ended up feeding the people of Egypt um, with the, they, he taught them how to, um, hold on to their crops and and divide them up a specific way so that they would last long enough to make it through the famine um and so um that's where the story shows that God was using Joseph mightily and I wanted to focus on that particular scripture because every time I read it I just love it I um I love to read about Joseph his heart toward his family his heart toward his brothers was not hardened. God had, you, we know he had had an encounter with God. And he had been, uh, God had dealt with his heart because he showed forgiveness and he showed mercy towards his brothers. And I say this because many a times, uh, myself and, and, and many of you will have gone through some things in your life, in our lives. And we, Often when it happens, we want that person to have revenge. Like we want that, that person, the revenge to come upon them. And we want them to get, we want them to get back the hurt and the pain that they had caused. But as Joseph um, says to them, do not be afraid for I, for am I in the place of God? But as for you, you meant, you meant it for evil against me he he told him the truth yeah you were you meant it for evil but God meant it for good God had a plan and so this is near and dear to my heart because I think about myself and I think about the trauma and some of the things that I've experienced um, growing up and for many many years many years I focused on the you meant it for evil you meant it for evil you hurt me you you caused me pain um, and just the many things that I've experienced and the tears and things that we've all shared. We focus on you meant it for evil, but we forget that God meant it for good because there's purpose in it, even though not that God um, let it happen or God, you know, how some people say, well, God, you did this to me. No, he didn't do it. We live in a fallen world. We live in where there's evil and good in our world. And so we can't blame God. But we know that in even in everything that we're going through, he's with us. 
He protects us. He he keeps us. Yes, things happen because we live in an evil world. But God keeps our heart. He keeps us from becoming bitter. He keeps us from becoming uh, from all the unforgiveness building up on the inside of us. So I'm talking about Joseph today because many of us have to understand and have to know that God is on our side. Many don't believe in God because they blame God for the things that happened to them. And and some of us probably have done that as well that are listening. But he said, I meant it for good. And there's another scripture that says before he formed us, he knew us. And he knows the thoughts he thinks towards us, thoughts of peace and not of evil to give us an expected end. God doesn't think evil towards us. He doesn't want evil to happen to us. Things happen because of the world that we live in. Again, I say that and I emphasize on that because it is so important. And one of the things we heard Joseph say in this particular scripture, we heard Joseph say God's character. Who God is. He meant it for good. You as man, you as a human being may have meant it for evil against me. Because you, 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 it is what it is. But God, his character and everything that he is, he meant good toward me. Even though you hurt me. Even though the pain, even though it probably still hurt Joseph at the time. That's why he kept weeping. Because he wanted to forgive them. He wanted and he did. He did. He forgave them and he told them to be, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid because I forgive you. And so God gave me that because there were some people I had to forgive. And there's some people I still have to release to God in spite of the things that I've experienced and the things you have experienced. There's some people that you have to forgive and say, yes, that the enemy used you. The enemy used you and and you did what you did. Yes, it happened. But God had a bigger plan for it, for my life. For many years of my life, again, I struggled with this fact. And now I understand. Now God just laid on my heart to write a book, to write several books. But one particular book, Hannah's Hope, he laid on my heart to write. And many others that kind of hint towards the things, some of the things I've experienced, but it's a fictional story, but it's helping some teenagers. It's going to help some women, even though it's written for teens. It's going to help to understand that no matter what we went through, Joseph came to, to an understanding that that was not his identity. That was not his identity. Unforgiveness was not his identity. He had to forgive because God had blessed him tremendously. had overflow in a land that wasn't theirs. He was a foreigner in that land. And God lifted him up. He lifted up his head. And he blessed him so much. Far beyond what Joseph could have probably imagined. And so I say to you today... We have to get over the hump on the other side of that scripture and stop focusing on that 
the person meant it for evil. And focus on the good that God meant for our lives. Why? Because many of us are walking in unforgiveness. Many of us are walking with bitterness and anger and um, self-defeat, self-sabotage uh, and all those different things. We're walking in because we won't release it to God. We won't release it to God. So we have to make a decision of are we going to continue to walk in that unforgiveness, in that bitterness, in that self-sabotage. Because it's stopping our progress. It's stopping us walking in our purpose because we won't release that part. That the person meant it for evil. That part. I say that because, again, I had to forgive. I had to release. I cried many tears, many, many tears. But God healed my heart. He continues to heal my heart, and he can do the same for you. And he will lift your head up as Joseph. He will show you mighty things that you know not. He will use you mightily. In ways that you will never understand. I found a quote by Max Lucado. Pastor Max Lucado. Where he says in God's hands. Intended evil becomes eventual good. Let me read that again. In God's hands. Intended evil becomes eventual good. So. When it's in God's hands, we are the image and likeness of God. We are the creation of God. He desires relationship with us. And as we go through the different things in our lives and we walk the path of life, we meet him. We meet Christ and he begins to deliver us because the word says he deliver us from all evil. He's the only one that can lift our heads up. He can cause us to forgive the most atrocious evil against us. He can cause us to go and see about that individual and call and check on that individual and speak the words of forgiveness as Joseph did. And if you notice also when you read Genesis and you read about his brothers, they began to admit that they thought that they were going to be punished for their sin against Joseph. But they saw the mercy of God. So the individual saw the, God's mercy in the midst of all of that. Joseph, having been a man of God, walking with God and living his life according to God's word and and walking in relationship with the true and living God in the midst of all of the idol worship in Egypt. Had he responded any differently? Had he responded in pride? Had he responded in unforgiveness? Had he responded in anger? They wouldn't have seen the mercy of God. His brothers wouldn't have got to see God's love that day. And so... I say to you, many would probably say, well, Denise, you you don't know what I've been through. And I probably don't. And I would say to you, you don't know what I've been through either. 
You don't know my story. But I tell you that God has brought me through so many, many times. The enemy meant it for evil. The enemy meant it for evil. The devil uses people. People sometimes don't even realize that the devil is using them. And it took me a long time to become an adult to come to that understanding that uh, it's the enemy of our souls that's coming up against us. And the person doesn't even realize what they're doing. And maybe in a sense they may, but I don't think they realize that Satan is using them. And so we have to give that part to God in order to be free. Because the Bible says that whom the Son set free, the Son, Jesus, S-O-N, whom the Son set free is free indeed. But Jesus can't set us free if we're still in bondage to unforgiveness. If we're still in bondage to pride and anger and I'm, I don't want to have anything to do with that person. I don't want to say anything to that person. I'm not going to forgive them. We are not God. And God said if we don't forgive them their trespasses, he can't forgive us. Because we have an unforgiving heart. We, he can't penetrate that unforgiveness because it turns into other things and keeps us bound. And therefore, Jesus can't set us free. Because we have to come to him. The word says... They that believe, you know, we must come to him. Come to him. We have to surrender that to him. But if we're holding on to the pride and we're holding on to the anger and we're holding on to the bitterness and we want to do harm to the person, we can't surrender our hearts. Surrender means to let, release. Let it all go, release it. It's not ours to hold on to because it's keeping us bound. It's keeping us bound. One of my favorite, favorite scriptures, and God always shows me a visual for this particular scripture, but the scripture when Jesus says, take my yoke, take my yoke here, take my yoke and learn of me for my yoke is easy and my burden, they're light. My burdens are light. It, it, it feels like a yoke around our neck. We get sick. All kinds of things happen when we won't release it and take the yoke of Christ and allow him to heal us. We can't heal ourselves. I've tried it. I promise. I have a false humility and all that other stuff. We've tried it all. We cannot heal ourselves. Because oftentimes when we see that person or we may see that person online and social media and we cringe because the forgiveness is still not taking place. So we have to release them. We pray and ask God to show us how to pray for them, how to forgive them and, and show them, show, uh, ask God to show us how to love them, to love them with his love. Not our love, because our love is superficial. Our love is we love somebody one minute, and the next minute we don't, or we're upset with them when we talk to them. But God's love is eternal, everlasting. And I say this to you because I said, again, this 
This message is so dear to my heart. He meant it for good. He meant it for good. He meant it for good. One ex- other example other than Joseph, my personal example, one of my personal examples is when I and my husband miscarried our first child. And I share this because God wants people to be free. I thought about it and thought about it and said to myself, did I do something? And I, did I reach too high? What What was it that caused me to miscarry our first child? I struggled for a very long time with depression. I was very sad a lot. And I came to a realization one day when I met this lady. She was an evangelist. She was a minister of the gospel, but she was she was she was doing my hair. And when I walked in, and I began to speak. God, for some reason, God laid on my heart to begin to tell her what was on my heart. And I began to speak to her. And she said a phrase to me that has never left my soul. She said to me, want God more than you want anything else. That day, I did not realize. I got an epiphany. I, I came to a revelation that I wanted To be a mother more than I wanted God. I didn't understand it until I got older and I got to the root of why. Because I was battling with with the spirit of rejection. I was battling with, um, I didn't know that God loved me. And so I wanted someone to love me. I didn't know how much my husband loved me at the time. It was early on in our marriage. And so I wanted that love from the child. And God was showing me, yes, yes, that it was meant for evil. It seemed as if it was an evil act against me. But God said, I meant it for your good. I allowed it. I allowed it to happen. Not that God took my baby. I don't believe that. I believe that my child is with God. I believe that. But I don't believe God just because God's character is love. God's character is love. Let me say that one more time. God's character is love. God is not a vengeful God. Yes, the word says that... um, God reigns on the just as well as the unjust. And the word says that God will cast souls into hell. But he is the righteous judge of our soul. He is the creator of our being. He has the right to my life. Because I I didn't design myself. So I don't believe that God took my child. No. But I believe that the process of all that I went through was meant for my good because in that process I came to know Christ I came to know who he really is in my life not who I, not who he was but who he is every day constantly in my life even when I step back even when I 
go in my own little direction. I know he meant that for my good. He showed me I am the one that you need. You need my love. You need my healing. You need my deliverance. I'm the one. He wrapped his arms around me that day. And I wept like a baby. Because I came to true love. I came to know him. And then that day he spoke to me through a scripture. And that scripture that my Bible was sitting on the on the shelf. Because in all of that pain, my I didn't open my Bible. It was dust on it. And I reached for it, and it and I put it beside me on the bed, and it opened up. And there was a scripture that my eyes fell on. It Bible opened up to this particular scripture. And when I picked it up, that scripture said, "Seek first the kingdom of God, and all of His righteousness, and everything else will be added unto you." That day, I met true love, as Joseph did when he was thrown and and he, he was thrown in that ditch, and he was he was sold. He met true love. So, because he loved God, he wanted his brothers to feel the love of God too. And so, because God is love. That day he wanted me to know that love came from him and that I would have peace in him. Because even if I had a child at that time, the peace wasn't there. There would still be no contentment. But my contentment came in Christ Jesus. And so I say to you today, once again over and over he meant it for our good he meant it for our good as writers as authors as uh, ministers and leaders and whoever we are we cannot tell a testimony without a test we cannot write for god Without a message. And so I say. He meant it. For our good. Let us pray. Father God I thank you oh God. I praise your name. Hallelujah. Glory to your name oh God. Thank you Lord that the enemy meant it for evil. But you meant it. For our good. Father no test. No testimony. No pain. No triumph. No victim, no victor, and victorious in you. Father, I thank you that I love and all that we need is found in you, Lord Jesus. And I thank you for this word today, God, and I pray that many would hear it and know that your love for us is probably greater than we could ever imagine. And that you never meant anything that happened in our lives for evil. But you meant it for our good. In Jesus' name, amen. 
And to my listeners, be blessed and place your hope in Christ.